Hey, welcome to episode number 17 of the Bender Blend podcast. I am your host, Jordan Bender. Thank you to Henry, Clint, Audrey, and Gabby for sitting down with me on this episode. We had a good chat about how the environment, our environments, uh, affect our creativity, how moods affect our creativity. We kind of get into the idea of the muse. Uh, it was a fun conversation. Hopefully, you listeners get inspired. And also, I encourage you, please email me at benderblendpodcast at gmail.com. Any suggestions, um, tips, tricks, send us cool shit that you guys find that inspire you. Anyways, hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. Very nice. That was a good one. Thank you, Henry. Again. Uh, welcome to episode number eight, number seventeen, guys. Ooh. Okay. Not quite yet legal. No. Oh my God. Actually, it <laughs> is in some there. states. Pro- <laughs> probably. Bend Alabama. Now, now legal in Mal- some states. Alabama. Um. So, hi guys. Hey. Um, hi. Hello. Hello. I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna. It's gonna get really weird. I'm gonna make eye contact. She has sunglasses on, so it's gonna be. Hey, Audrey. Hi, Bender. Hi, Gabby. Very uncomfortable with my yeah. Hey, Henry. Hello, Bender. Hey, Clint. Hey, do you know that when you look at me like that, <laughs> you look a little bit cross-eyed? I, I feel cross-eyed. I might have a serious neurological disorder. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so, <laughs> thanks for being here, guys, again. Thanks I appreciate you. Good to be here. Yes. Um, so, Clint, you called me on Saturday with a suggestion a shower thought, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. About what you wanted In to talk shower? about. In the shower? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your best thought is because you're loose and you're not, mm-hmm. I don't know. You're holding your you wiener. You are loose in the like shower. Your, like your wiener's in your Very hands. Loose. Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That, how, yeah. Okay, that yeah. took yeah. us less than a minute to get into the, <laughs> the gutter. You're using both heads. Yeah. Well, anyways, you are. <laughs> anyways, the uh, you said you're like, what about... You know, your mood or environment in affecting your creativity. And I said, yeah, that's very valid. And we've kind of talked, we've touched on that stuff a little bit before, but it's always good to reiterate and also see, because sometimes it changes. Like mine, I'm always affected by other people's moods slash, and that is an environment of like, if I'm around negative people, an environment of just shit, I, I adopt that as well. Mm-hmm. I get super negative and it's, it's, it's kind of my natural like it's easy it's like yeah fuck it because it's not challenged thinking it's the the hard part is going well what's the good in this and then how can i use it you know that's always the hard part but i don't know about you guys but for me like yeah a negative environment i don't feel creative at all it's more just like let me just kind of bitch and vent and not be productive or creative well, negative yeah. environments for me sap incredible amounts of energy, yeah. both mental and physical and emotional. So if you're not, you know what I mean? You're not going to have the energy to be creative if you're just trying to power through <laughs> surviving yeah. whatever environment yeah. you're in. <clears throat> yeah. It doesn't yeah. leave a lot of, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't leave a lot of room for anything other than that, like, than surviving. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. That's yeah, that's true. Just surviving. I think, I don't know. It's a bummer. Like well, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that like, doesn't, yeah, I know what you mean exactly. I always think like, why don't homeless people, why don't they, you know, why <laughs> right. don't they try a little bit harder? It's like, well, they're, <laughs> right. when you just try to survive every day and that's mm-hmm. all that you're used to, that it, it 
does do something to you as a human being Mm -hmm. when you can't count on there are some people that feel this um creative surge when they are in a negative environment like you Mm -hmm. take um you know any author or painter that thrives that their creativity thrived on their depression or on chaos around them they probably killed themselves most of the time. <laughs> oh my god, all of them did. Yeah, yeah I was gonna yeah. say a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, they'll drink themselves to death or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they'll they'll take their own lives and <clears throat> their outlet is their art. And right. I feel like that's the same thing with I think Anthony Bourdain in a way, that was his his outlet was traveling the world, tasting food, meeting people. Yeah. Like in essence he was an artist, he was that depressed um that that uh, stereotypically depressed artist that then you know drinks a lot, gets into drugs, and then eventually just ends their their journey because of their depression. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> that was a that that one actually I think we we're like there there is prime examples of environment and mood affecting creativity. Some of those like Robin Williams, like crazy effective of like mm-hmm. he was but then again it's like what's his environment around is he around a lot of other like i don't know it's it, that we'll never know but it's like clearly his mood his way of being creative was fueled by his shitty like dark deep bad moods mm-hmm. i tend to go the other way like sometimes i don't know i guess if i'm sure it can fluctuate but for me personally it's like i don't i don't think i ever go I don't thrive. I, like it, it's an energy thing too. It's like I don't have the energy like to put forth creativity right now. Like I can't. Yeah, we're absolutely. S- for some of those people, it seems like that is the res- <clears throat> the response they've developed yeah. in order to cope with their either environment or their feelings and and their emotional environment um, is to put it all into art or performance or whatever it is. Where I think. Sometimes the healthier thing is to just learn to kind of be with those emotions and and make stuff when you're feeling good or normal, because there there are yeah. sometimes where you're not great but you're fine and you like putting yourself into art can actually get you into a better place. So <clears throat> I'm not saying that it's a, like you shouldn't when you're feeling sad or something do art. Right. But like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I think for some people it's a response to get away from some of those things, yeah. or or to to mm-hmm. kind of figure out what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's tough. Um, but I definitely know when I'm happy and inspired stuff. I'm way more likely to create some stuff. Yeah. 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 I wish I I wish I was one of those people that through um, depression or anxiety or negative stimulation that I could create some awesome art. Um, I was just showing Audrey this, but there's this amazing, amazing TED Talk that I think everyone should check out by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the author of Eat, Pray, Love. And it's called Your Elusive Creative Genius. And yeah, the lo- muse. Is yes. It? Yeah, I remember. Yes. The long, long story short, she talks about how... Um, you know, like how, what we know now as creative, we assimilate, we create the person, we identify the person as a creative person. Like there's no separation. 
in this day and age. So you are the creative person. But then for that person, that is an insane amount of pressure. Because what happens when you don't feel the creative surge, that yeah. creative energy, when you have writer's block or you can't paint something or you can't, <clears throat> you know, cre- create something out of, um, out of nothing. And she said that back in the historical times, like uh, in Greek or Roman times, um, it was people weren't the creative person. They were instead bestowed or visited by creative spirits. Mm -hmm. So they would come to you in, in, in a, in a very short amount of time. And for example, um, the expression ole after a very big performance came from, uh, came from Allah which in the Moroccan times came from uh, flamenco. So a lot of these dancers or performers, entertainers, would feel would would literally almost, for people watching them, embody God. And God is Allah. And then when they went over to Spain, it became Ole. And like it's like this, this, this um, spiritual endowment of, of being a God visited by gods and creative spirits. And you were just you were just a vessel rather than being identified right. as the creative person. Yeah. I could get behind that for sure. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, because how much pressure is it for someone to be like, oh, you're so creative? What happens if you don't? Well, look, Madeline Langle, <laughs> yeah. the woman who wrote *A Wrinkle in Time*, she wrote this amazing Madeline book. Madeline Langle. I don't. I never knew. Yeah, that's how I'm. Getting, I never I, knew how to just, say her last name. Yeah, <laughs> Langle. Langle. Lang- Lang- <laughs> but she has this great book called Walking on Water and it's basically talking about creativity, being an artist and that spiritual element um, that you can embody or be the vessel for and it's absolutely fucking phenomenal um, I think I have a copy somewhere but at one point she talks about as a creative you need to get out of your own way mm-hmm. so much of the time mm-hmm. then that's usually what's blocking that is you need to get out of your own way it uh, it sounds super cool to like <clears throat> be like visited by an artistic spirit or be like because that's almost what it feels like when you are truly inspired and making something super easily. But as an artist, I'm enough of a narcissist to not want to give credit to a spirit for the dope shit that I'm doing. Right. Like, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think um, back then too was a lack of understanding when everything was based on spirits and religion and whatnot. So that's you know, true. Um, feel this thing upon you it's like oh this must be the lord yeah but then (laughs) but then you as an artist um (laughs) how do you feel in those moments where you have such a lack of inspiration like then what is your yeah that's that's tough um i like so for like the inspiration is either just like to me like your brain finally is has been like marinating on stuff and it's Mm -hmm. stuff has finally come together and it's working and it's it's years of built up creativity that's kind of aligning and making sense in your brain subconsciously or it's just like you kind of get lucky sometimes and you stumble into something cool and keep following it but um when you're not inspired it's i mean it's the same thing it's it's life you either have to do the work and just like keep doing art and even if you're feeling not inspired just continue along that path and know that you're either going to stumble into something mm-hmm. again 
or you're gonna just have to fucking work it out until it's right or just take a break that's, mm-hmm. It's like playing a video game. If you can't beat the boss fucking six, times, <laughs> yeah. like six yeah. times, take a break and your brain will like keep thinking about it subconsciously and you'll come back to it with a different approach and you'll probably figure it out. But yeah, it's, it's, half, it's half of this stuff is, is keep like continuing to do it because you'll never be visited by that <clears throat> inspiration spirit again if you don't actually keep trying. Yeah, but it, and, and environment, it's hard to do. In, it is in when, different I, spaces. Clint, you. No, I'm just gonna go back to the original thing, which was environment influence, or how does it affect you, or affect you. <laughs> how does it? In, how does it impact you? What's uh, the I verb? Affect. The verb is affect. He learned. Just learned this. Yeah. I, I just reminded myself because I was like, I don't fucking know. But sorry, go ahead. For myself, um, if I'm around a negative environment, well, I think, and you made a good point, Jordan. You said, uh, you know, environment and mood can be almost synonymous with each other, which I agree with because they go hand in hand. But for me, I am equally inspired when I'm sad or mad Mm -hmm. or I'm around shitty people. But what's interesting is what I what I write changes dramatically between mm-hmm. if I'm it's like if I was a painter like if I was happy everything would be like you know like bright colors pastel <laughs> right and if I'm upset or sad or mad or anything it'd be like just a black canvas with like blood sprayed across it you know oh my god mine too so that's you know so I. I oftentimes am inspired by negative situations and, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm feeling bummed or angry or like I'm, you know, just around shitty people and I'm pissed off, it it inspires me to, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it is more of an outlet as an inspiration, but I guess you could argue semantics there that it's almost the same thing. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you find a different way of expression according to how you feel? Um, what do you mean? Of artistic expression, for example, if you're, if you're joyful, if you, if you feel content or happy, you write songs. If you feel sadness, you draw something. No, I write songs either way, pretty much. Yeah, I just play. Although I do think some of those stuff can be like, if, if you're feeling super sad and lonely, like painting and writing songs or poetry are, lend themselves very well to that because you can do those alone. Mm. Whereas uh, as artistic endeavors that require other people yeah. and and going out and doing something in the world <clears throat> are you can, are you can paint alone too yeah you can yeah but like that's, <laughs> that's what I was saying it's like that, oh boy can that's you? easy easy to do by yourself but like yeah. doing things with other people I I get what you're saying yeah. totally yeah yeah I man I don't know now now I'm rethinking because you're right sometimes. It, I guess it kind of depends on the environment of negative, like if it's depends on the negativity, what it like what it's aimed at. You know, if it's aimed at life in general, then that sucks a lot of my energy out. But if it's towards a certain subject, sometimes I get inspired of like this fucking music sucks. Well, let's fucking make something better then. Or you know what I mean? Like you can almost turn that into that 
Like, is it external or internal stimuli? Because mm-hmm. I'm depressed over just life because <laughs> yeah. I like because of depression. Yeah. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna I'm right. gonna wallow in it for a little bit. Yeah. But if something makes me angry or or sad or depressed externally, I have a way of processing that through art. And mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the other thing is you're in your emotional environment as a person versus your emotional environment as, as to do with like stimuli, the things that are happening to you. Yeah. So that, <clears throat> that reminded me this weekend I spent alone. Like I just, I had the house to myself and I was like, and, but I listen and I think music more recently has become more of a, it's kind of coming back to me of like, Oh yeah, like let's start playing around a little bit. And Sitting there by myself, just I got in a mood. The I set the environment of like I have, I my I was guilty. I was like I'm bored. I have no excuse to be bored. So yeah. so when you say let's play around, you mean like let's explore. Like, Let like me, you're gonna listen to new shit no, that you never no. would. Let me start playing around on instruments. Oh cool! Like Good. downloading shit on my iPad and getting into GarageBand and being like, what does that sound like? Can I can I write shit? Not really, but I can fuck around and it starts like it's I, for whatever reason, like that the music bug is starting to kind of creep up and bite me a little bit. Good. Um, Not the feeling. Right. But it's, but the, my environment was home alone, mm-hmm. like kind of bored, kind of was like, I can't really go out because I was broke as hell. I was like, well, what do I do then? I clean, so I cleaned the shit out of the kitchen, did all the shit that you, to kind of distract, busy yourself, but the creativity, creativity thing, creativity. it came creeping up on me and it jumped me from behind like cougar. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so I guess this, it wasn't a negative because I was kind of depressed. I was just like, man, I want to be social, but that's more of a distraction of like, okay, well, what can I get done? So I, I sat there and kind of listened to, I listened to every kind of music too. I went from um, some soft shit, like mellow, and then I did a little bit of like electronic DJ shit, and then I went ended the night by listening to heavy metal. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm, I opened up my little Moog, mini Moog keyboard app and um, kind of fucked around with some like fun little like melodies and most of them were minor pentatonic scale very nice <laughs> uh, uh, actually no <laughs> just get super technical but i looked it up because i was looking at, i was like what's the scale i'm playing and it will tell you and i was like okay that that is a minor okay and it but that i first i guess i so, like i said sometimes it it changes sometimes my outwardly like from the outside maybe it was like that might have been a depressing scene like me drinking beer by myself like <laughs> listening to music not crying i wasn't crying i didn't come <laughs> close to crying shit. but it was like but I that's get, because that other ins- people make you feel that way that affected my creativity in, in, in a good way it was like do some do something right now like you're yeah. invi- you have the environment emotionally and physically like nobody's around you can make noise if you need to and I, I even got my little paints out, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to paint. Paint's not paint's mm-hmm. not on my brain right now." I kind of, I kind of looked at all the shit, and I was like, "No, that's not it." So it was the music thing is like, 
start playing around with sound right now. So mm-hmm. I have an interesting question for some. So you ended up listening to a lot of music and then making music, and I think it's different for just about every field of art that you could think of. But surrounding yourself with art while you make art is mm-hmm. a really weird line to walk mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. end up either yeah. imitating or mm. drawing from a little too much. Like I know stand-up comedians who won't watch yeah. new stand-up stuff <clears> because they, you start to pull vocal tics and mm-hmm. other things yeah. like same with music. If you listen to the same kind of music over and over again, it's going to start to seep into your own creativity. Right. So what do you guys feel like? How does the, wow. the art you surround yourself in your artistic environment affect I mean, it's impossible for it not to. I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, and I have no qualms about that, man. I mean, it's like if I'm if I'm like really pumped up from listening to some hard rock or metal, that's what I'm gonna go right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like there's only so many colors, there's only so many notes, there's only so many words. It's like it, you can't, you know. It's somewhere somehow influence is going to tie into imitation. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, there's, you know, I forget who said it, but it's every musician knows this line where gr- good musicians write, great musicians steal. Mm. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> that line yeah. is stolen from Picasso. Right. Did <laughs> Picasso say that? Like, it's great, but it's about great artists. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a universal it phrase. Is. It yes, is. I'm a and great artist. And it's in that book. <laughs> we brought this up that one episode, many, many episodes ago about authenticity and it's like you know at this point i think the big and neil gaiman said it really well he was like if you're gonna be he's like obviously there's a line like don't rip off something like and call your own yep i did that Mm -hmm. because most people would be like no you fucking did but if it's like oh that kind of reminds me of this and this yeah totally i read or i heard this song i read this i saw this painting Dude, I go on Pinterest and I look at all these crazy abstract paintings and I'm like, and then I not copy, but I look at the colors and I look at the shapes and I'm like, put my own little twist on it. And well, as long as you're you, going to learn technique you, and stuff. Exactly. Not exactly. If, but if you're honest about where you, where that came from, you're like, yeah, I credit that, you know, I was listening to, which, which the weird thing is back to your kind of. How does that? I was listening to Sepultura to end the night. That's early death metal thrash from the '90s, and I got on a synth keyboard, so it was complete opposite of what I was listening. To, but it fueled my the mood of the music was kind of like that dark. I don't know. It was weird. But yeah, you could probably yeah. like left in a minor key, and yeah. it was it was and that, stuck yeah, in like brain. hearing their hearing their you know they probably dropped e tuning a lot, and it's like that. Whatever that vibration is, that one sounded right to yes. me. So I kind of imitated that sound. So yeah, uh, even like, do you think surrounding yourself with like, I, like going on Pinterest and looking up yeah. abstract paintings, you're going to find such a, a bevy of different art. Yeah. And it's going to inspire you in a lot of different ways. But I think it's maybe when you surround yourself with one specific thing, like if it was one comedian or one painter that you're trying to draw from, where does that line cross? Where, where are you actually 
not surrounding yourself with inspiration, but like a single thread that you're kind of pulling at that where it's, it is actual imitation at that point. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me and I didn't, I never would take credit for it, but a lot, cause I was like, I can't draw. Well, I can't, I, I'm not great at drawing. I could learn, but it's not. So what I did one time, I saw this awesome drawing of a, uh, like a wolf, like howling. I was like, let me just trace that. So I traced it. And I'm like, if I, if I say that that was my own, like, that's the line of like, yeah, I drew that. No, somebody else drew a nice, and cause I've seen people do it. I'm like, that's clearly you traced. There's a, there's a great meme. <laughs> and if it that. is your own trait like that, but it's like, if you're claim, I think that that might be the line of like, don't fucking claim that as your own. Like you, if, especially if it's like, mine was obvious. I was like, there's no fucking way I could have drawn that. Yeah. There's a great meme <laughs> online like, of, yeah. of somebody. It's like, they have a drawing and they're like, they hand it to somebody. They're like, Hey, look, I made this. And the person takes it and they look and above their head. It just says, I made this. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's it's well, this weird like I mean, art thing when you like gain attachment to stuff that I, I think in a way for you I'm sorry to interrupt no 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 go for it for you to become great at any art whether it's painting writing music whatever you know you can you study other people's works right in art class you study mm-hmm. other people's art totally in music you learn other people's music and because it teaches you. And I think the same thing is true where if you're creating something, and I've done this before where I'll be working on something and I just totally hit a brick wall and then I'll go listen to music for the specific intent to find something similar or something that, uh, oh, okay, that makes sense or, you know. Um, so I, I, it's, it's, such a, it's such a fine line yeah. to walk because, you know, you, you learn from other art and then you draw inspiration from that and then you could be like well that's you know like you're, you're stealing or whatever i've you know whatever people are going to say but it's uh it's i think it's just a tool that you use yeah you're laying a foundation and if that foundation is laying on shit like something before it has to be laid like i where's a new what's a novel song anymore like you hear similar melody and you're like that reminds me of this well yeah it's because it's got to come from somewhere even djs that are sampling actual music where Mm -hmm. it's it's that like should be stealing but at the same time like some of these songs are like this one like four bars of this song has has taken on a life of its own because somebody saw it as something different yes Um, yes and people forget too that the musicians, the original musicians that wrote that riff, if it's a if it's a published piece of work, those guys are getting paid. So they're like, they wouldn't have been like, here, take my music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're getting they're getting paid. Right. So it's in a sense, it's you know, I'm I'm okay with that too. Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, if you now if you're if those guys if those DJs or producers are stealing that, without compensating the artists who yeah. wrote that piece, then. That's totally fucked up, but it's like um, Robin Thicke. It's like a, it's like I'm with... sorry. It's like a, um, oh god, don't blur lines. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, how many? I mean, it's like any. I mean, hip hop was was you know started by guys 
spinning records of other people's musics to a beat or whatever and you know it was samples and things like that it's like a collage artist you know it's like collage art almost that's what i equate um a lot of that like sampling it's like taking taking a snippet of pictures or words or whatever and putting them all together to make a whole new thing yeah um i guess henry your question's hard to answer yeah like I, I think then like if you're and maybe the my answer would be I surround myself with as much different shit as possible. So it comes off as like, there's, it's, here comes the thing. It's a blend. <laughs> the blender blend. It is. It's a blend of all these. I like, it's, it's cherry picking. I like cherry picking my favorite parts of every little thing that I like, whether it be painting, music that I want to create. And I'm like, I'm going to cherry pick a little bit of that style, that color from there. I'm going to, or I'm, that sound, I'm going to cherry pick some of that sound. And I think as long as I, for me personally, I'm like, I'll credit who needs credit. Like people are like, Oh, that sounds like this. Yeah. That I totally listen to that. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. If that, if one thing comes through more than others, then that's not, a, that's not a problem for me. Like if somebody listens to us, synth part i wrote like a little keyboard part oh that reminds me of john carpenter yeah fuck yeah, yeah it should yeah. it well, should i mean here's a, you know? here's another example of that too where i don't know how much it is now but when back in the 90s before that even but mostly 90s early 2000s you could look at a record label or listen to like so like let's say fat records out of the bay area of yeah. all those bands had a sound and then <laughs> yeah. Epitaph Records out of yeah. Southern California. Yeah. All those bands had a sound. Definitely. And then East Coast labels, those bands had a sound. You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. all bouncing everything off each other and it yeah. kind of turns into this thing. And um, I'm all for it. I think it's a good thing. I think it's fine. Like if I inspire somebody, if I hear, let's say I was a famous musician and I heard a song that sounded like something we wrote, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. So I don't so know, man. I that, think it's, it's good. I, I think that brings us into the, the next thing which I wanted to ask Audrey about especially is when this we've been talking about surrounding ourselves with our inspirations and in in media that we consume, but uh, how does your environment affect you when you are surrounding yourselves with artists themselves? Because oh, that's a really good question. There, I think, like, it, if you're down in L.A., there's competition, and that's mm, a different aspect. Sure. Of, where some people are succeeding and others aren't. But if you surround yourself with other people, maybe in a, in a like, San Luis, where the competition is... Minimal. Minimal, but at the same time, at, like, it's still there, because it right. is a small town, so there aren't right. as many opportunities. But just how, how does that affect your creativity when you see other artists doing their things? Honestly, it's a positive thing for me, especially if the art is very different from my own, even if it's, you know, kind of similar or I see similar themes or things that I've thought about, but I see someone execute it even better than I have. It's, it tends to be like, Oh, well, you know, they started somewhere too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's very validating. Um, and it's, it's awesome. I I love it, and it's it's nice to see that you can achieve. You can support yourself with your art eventually someday if you work long yeah. enough and hard enough, and you just you have good intentions with it, it. It will pay off, and that that's pretty inspiring. And then just I don't know. 
it it's definitely very inspiring. It's definitely very influencing. It's just, it's kind of hard to talk about how or why. Um, cause I don't have a lot of time to be creative right now at the moment, but it just, it's, it's a nice reminder that creativity is, is there. I can tap into it anytime I want because yeah. these guys, they don't have a lot of time to paint either. And, you know, we think of them as artists and like, Oh, they're always painting. Uh, uh-uh. uh. if you ask Charlie, he hasn't been, he hasn't painted like actually done a painting, I'd say probably in months. Wow. He just hasn't had time. Yeah. Um, Chris did a couple. He, you know, he finished a couple things under pressure for the gallery show that we did a couple, well, maybe a month ago by now. But yeah, most of the time they're and and that's and you know we consider them as artists, actual artists. You know what I mean? But for them to be <clears> like, <throat> yeah, I haven't been able to be creative in months. That that to me, it, I feel bad for them. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, okay. So you guys struggle with this as well. Yeah. Do you, do you sort of feel like it's uh, being around all the art and everything, and the music and everything, it's sort of filling your tank? You know what I mean? Do you feel like it charges you up? Especially or? because you're a, an, an illustrator, an artist, like, a, like a, a, you paint, you draw, that's your medium. Or is it overwhelming where you almost, it, it's, hard, it's harder to find your place within that? So there's kind of a process that has to happen in order for me to be able to be creative. I have to be alone somewhere. I need to be in a place where I know I'm not going to be disturbed for at least a couple of hours. You need to have that environment. Um, and then um, I have to be able to have had time to process inspiration or whatever negative emotions. You know, the mix of whatever is calling you to be creative at the moment. And then you actually have to have um, the time to sit down and do it. Um, so I haven't really had that yeah. lately, That's but if I did, but if I did, I would be, I don't know, I'd be sketching down whatever came to mind. Yeah. Um, it was fun cause when Pete was in town working the other festival, he was upstairs kind of working on a painting and I was like, Oh, you're working on a painting. I'll get out my sketchbook. And we sat there and just kind of did it together. Same happened in humble. I was sketching and Charlie went and got his sketchbook and we were just hanging That's out. Wonderful. So it does like help. It does help to have that like, Oh yeah. Someone else is being creative too. Let's just you know, you know, take a minute and be creative together. So that's nice too. Yeah. I'm appreciative of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that, your question. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, for and you Clint, in yeah. bands, when you would play with other bands and shows and stuff, and while you were touring and everything, was it nice to see other bands? Was there, is there a fun element of the competition? Well. If or, you're, if it was just, if it was just a band you're touring with, then after a while you're like, okay, I've seen this, they're set like a gazillion times. Yeah. Now. So you use that time for yourself to whether you're mm-hmm. warming up, changing your strings, eating food, sleeping, you know, whatever. Um, but definitely, I mean, <clears throat> think about that though, is like, you know, when you're out in that field, you're playing as well. So it's. It's like um, when Audrey's doing what she's doing, helping out them, she's not painting or she's not physically doing art. You know what I mean? Where when you're touring, every, you're doing it every night. So even if you get, you're like, yeah, you do get pumped that's up. That's true. You know, and if like, if the, if the, if you see a band, the band that's playing before you, if they like rip it, you're like, fuck yeah, dude, we're going to rip, you know, like it mm-hmm. inspires you. It mm-hmm. gets you, it gets mm-hmm. you motivated and, um, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard too because we would and the great thing when I was living in the city is we had a studio we could go to 24 hours a day anytime so oftentimes right. me and my band we would go see shows 
and it would just be so awesome we'd be so pumped up that we would all be like okay let's go back to the studio and let's just go play and we'd play till like yeah. 7 in the morning you know that's that's, cool. that's your environment man yeah like that <clears throat> that's kind of what I miss about Denver Denver um, <laughs> the fucking music scene down there especially yes. the music scene I like to be part of yes surrounding myself in that and putting myself in that environment of like metal bands punk bands and other shit playing a lot is like I see that and I'm like man that makes me want to go play not play music necessarily all the time but like play like play with creativity like ooh I could ooh cool they have a cool banner I saw maybe I'll design that little like, Denver has such great music so yeah I think the environment that it can be powerful and I think I don't know I think maybe the it comes down to like the whole like does it fill your tank Sometimes it does. If I'm around it enough, you go to like art show after art, like festivals or whatever. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm and I don't need, I like I don't need to go create my own right now. I'm good on seeing everybody else doing their thing, and that'll I need time to kind of like you said, Audrey. You need time to kind of process everything and be like, and sometimes that is the environment I need is being by myself. Other times it's I need other people to be around me and get me go like let's let's all f- this is what we're doing the purpose is right here like we're creating something but painting for sure can be I've had fun times painting by myself and that I set up that environment like my music instrumental music I can't paint to music that has lyrics I don't know why I'm distra- it's distracting at all it's very something like it's weird but like I get into the zone and then huh. I set up the environment physically and emotionally too, I guess. It'd be so, physically much. is like, let me isolate, get away from people. I don't yeah. need, I need no TV, nothing, nothing, fucking nothing, fucking nothing. Me but, too. But that, that can be that for me, that's an ideal painting environment is when, however, see, I, I contra- this quest is a good question. Cause it's like, it, I contradict myself. I guess it, the mood thing comes into play a lot. Like, well, what mood am I in? Well, and just the balance of it, because you can't, yeah. you can't remove yourself entirely. No. So can't. it's about. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> but but that would be so boring. Mm. At the same time, like True. you wouldn't you wouldn't be getting these like whiffs of inspiration to change and find something different and new. I'd be getting whiffs of something. I'd be getting horseshit. Whiffs of that paint. Whiffs of that horseshit. Um, yeah. No. That's. Yeah, that that is an interest, and I think anybody listening, that's you know, I think a lot of people go through this all the time, and just like back and forth of, uh, and I can't say I don't I don't want to give advice that's not because for me it works different. Like everybody's mood is going to be different. Some people can take a bad mood and be like, man, I cranked out nine paintings or I wrote songs, blah blah blah. Sometimes, like, my bad moods, I'm like, I don't want to do shit. I want to go to bed. <laughs> like, I want to sleep yeah. away this shitty feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's an energy thing. Like, I, I have a hard time. And it, no matter, and I've been in environments around, like, cool shit going on, like, art fest, whatever, music fest, and it's been too much. I'm just like, no, this isn't the environment I want to be in right now. It's too much, create whatever. And that was not just environment, the Oops. mood of... 
I'm in a shitty mood and I'm around all this creativity and it's bumming me out. Yeah. I've had that. I'm like, yeah. this isn't doing it. This is making me mad. Because it makes you feel that you're not creative. That If you're not feeling you, it. Sometimes, or it's just like, I don't want to put up with all this shit. Like, somebody else is handling it. Oh, good. There's just so many factors uh, you know. that's going to play into <laughs> whether or but not. Yeah, we're, we're getting to yeah. the base root of psychology of like, <laughs> how do you, like, <laughs> it is, it's, it's not easy being creative all the time. That Elizabeth Gilbert thing is like, and yeah, there, I, sometimes when it hits you, it hits you and then you're just like, fuck yeah. Other times it's, it's not going to be that way. And I guess there's no, there's no right like here's the trick put up your put your paint for a while i used to do that i put my paints out and like made my environment inviting to go create yeah set up my paints and have them sitting there and my canvas is sitting there so every time i looked in my room i'd see them that was my physical environment but that wasn't enough it was just like i don't fucking care i don't want to go paint or i don't want to be creative right now yeah, so it's. Yeah, so how does everybody cope with that? Like that frustration, <laughs> like because you'll get zingers of ideas, and then you're just like, oh, I feel useless. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that I sends you useless. in your own little depressed moment. Yeah, it, it spirals down. Mm-hmm. It's a vortex of like, <laughs> cool. I could use this as a medium, but I literally do not feel like mm-hmm. doing anything. Yeah. So there's and, this thing in you that needs to get out, but your body and your and brain that's why, basically like... Yeah, and that's why I connected so much to Elizabeth yeah. Gilbert's talk, because yeah. I associate... Since I was a kid, I... Well, I I think I, I inherited my artistry from my dad. My dad's an amazing artist. He was never properly trained, but he just knew how to do things automatically. And I felt that same way, but then when I don't feel that that drive or that inspiration, I assume that I take on the, wow, maybe I'm not a creative person. And if this is exactly, (laughs) and if this is who you have identified as, then it kind of destroys your own personal image. Yeah. Do you deserve that? Exactly. Am I even an artist? And my grandfather, and and it all comes down to like, also, my family had always been like, oh my gosh, you're such an artist. You're so expressive. You're so great. My grandfather was the one that was like, I want you to go to um, uh, school to perfect, like to, to, to learn better, you know, ways to, to paint and draw and all of that. Because that was always a great way for me to, to express myself even currently. But then when I don't feel like that, I, I, it's like, I don't feel like that because of a certain depression that I'm feeling and then I can't express myself through an expressive medium. So then it continues on and down. And one skill is being able to express yourself exactly. through a medium and it feels so So then where so does strange. it go? Then you yeah. just right. feel that you're in, like, what's that saying? It's stuck between a, a rock and a hard rock place. And a hard place. Um, that reminds me of Spongebob every time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, know I think it's Saturday Night Live. <laughs> No, the, the SpongeBob is literally being like smacked between a place called the Rock and a place called the Hard. Place. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, that show is so oh. poignant for life. Can we watch some later? Actually, that'd be wonderful. Anyway, SpongeBob um, is the shit. Well, I think to because I don't want to beat a dead horse. It's fun as much fun as it because it makes a great sound with that whack mm. and that smoosh. It's um, very cathartic. I think I think it is. It is good though to people. 
Because that's a lot of what this show is, is reminding ourselves of like, hey, fucking, we all, we're all creative people and I'll label us that. I don't give a shit. I like labels. I like labels. I like labels. But I think to, to finish up, kind of wrap up that one point of like, I think it's just, it, I think being adaptable and being okay with not feeling creative all the time is okay. I think that'd be my, that's my advice to me. Myself is like I gotta. I'm okay when I'm not, like, like yeah, fuck it. It's not today. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. save up. Whatever. And it's being okay with those moments. I want to come back to that, and and I've mentioned this before that one of the hardest things for me to do, even if I'm feeling pumped up, it's it's like it's like you ever have those dreams where you're trying to get somewhere, mm. and you're just like, and like you can hardly like, or you can, it's you like you're, bounce, you're like you walking through like. I call it through like breaking through the brick wall. Like once you break through the wall and actually sit down, turn on the equipment, turn your amp on, tune your guitar up, everything's awesome. But do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you, th- yeah. yeah. I go through my head, I go through the motions, and I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to go. Like, um, I'm just gonna watch YouTube. I'm gonna watch boat videos or <laughs> boat videos. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude, I know exactly what you mean. That's that's the uh, a lot of yeah. It's that's why you almost. It's almost sabotage, self-sabotage. Like, mm-hmm. ah, if I do all that, am I actually going to get satisfied by creating? Or am I just going to, like... Yeah, it's... <laughs> maybe something's very wrong with me, but... No, I think I think we all share that. Maybe not. Where... I don't know. It's... it's This whole thing of your environment and your creativity, you are constantly changing it. You're constantly doing other things to it. So it's a... It's your ability to adapt your creativity to your environment almost where yeah. some of these things are, you're going to be surrounded by competition or other artists and you're going to have moments where you're alone and you feel bored or you don't want to create. So it's, it's almost like your environment is going to constantly change and you're going to have to change how you, you and your creativity deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. True. You're, yeah, being affected is like, well, I don't know yet. The I don't know. So yeah. It'll all be different. Like, I'm sure, you know, it's like, man, you're jacked on lots of caffeine or some other illicit substances. Illicit you might substances. be like, yeah, I'm fucking ripping through this. But. Honestly, that's, I love to get really, really high and have some alcohol and then draw because. Yeah. My inhibitions are down. I'm not in my. I'm not in my head See at that, all. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. It, that's yeah. and maybe that sucks for me, but yeah. I'm okay with that. It helps. Why me does get it? Out why would it head. suck though? I, you know, relying on extra. Like, I don't know. It'd be nice to be able like to do that. Like, like, no, I'm, yeah, I'm right there with you. If, yeah. Totally. Yeah. if anything, yeah. I like to slip a butt plug in. And <laughs> I mean, I haven't well, gotten there yet, but I have three of them. But you, you're, you're not saying that you need alcohol or weed to have the creativity. You're saying like to turn your brain off from overthinking That's things. True. You're okay, you're enough. allowing yourself to just like be uh, uninhibited and just yeah. unleash your creativity. But I was yeah. saying I definitely am. Like I I you know. I don't I remember the it. last time that I sat down to write and I didn't smoke a little weed before I right. did it. I mean, just and have a beer up and like I'm not getting like <laughs> super hammered. Like if I'm hammered, I can't play. Obviously, it's terrible. I think it sounds yeah. awesome. Then I go back and listen to it. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> definitely, like a little, like a like a hit of weed, 
and a beer and it's like I think it's also it's about relaxation kind of like what you said turns your brain off mm-hmm. you kind of it, it helps my brain slow down so I can focus on what I'm doing and, and, and so yeah. I think we do all I use have it a little as a, ADHD or at least ADD there's not never ADHD. not music playing I can you so do I use it as a crutch you know what I don't have a problem saying yeah maybe I do but yeah, I don't I really give a me, fuck of course and I'm if someone a has a problem about yeah. that I don't really care you know it's like if someone's like oh then you're not a real artist then well then fine bro right. see ya yeah, yeah but, but I don't really give a shit bol- I would never what the fuck is a real artist that's a dumb that's a dumb but you've heard that comparison yes criticize artists because they were high or you couldn't do that sober so fucking what you did it he did it I feel like that's what makes an artist is being under the influence right (laughs) there's obviously inhibitions that you have to get rid of the Bender Blend podcast does not condone the use of drugs to make up except for marijuana ha jokes on you these are all Pepsis that we've been opening this LDS totally sober. <laughs> but there's something about your mind that inhibits your creativity. So yeah. if you need a little bit of a in- inhibit blocker, then great. And yeah. so actually that that reminds me of a conversation I had a year ago with my buddy Kyle. Prio, Prio. Um, he's Dude, a gr- we gotta get Prio. On. I know, I know. I know. Yeah. I, I, for 100% sure. If that's even um, his real name. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm is pretty, he even real? That's his human name. Um, yeah. No, he, we, we, we brought this up because he is an incredible writer. It gets even better when he has a few drinks. Uh, like his writing, and, and I've seen it. I've ri- One night we had this kind of like, hey, talk about environment. We're both kind of feeding off. I was like, I'm going to go paint some shit. And he's like, cool, I'm going to go write some shit. And, like, and I was like, I'll show you my shit in an hour. And sure enough, we kind of, and I drew some weird or painted some weird funky shit. And it was kind of cool and he was like check out this little opening like couple pages and I was like it's fucking good I was like man yeah yeah keep that and he's like but he's like I need this every time yeah question mark he's like because I don't he's like when I write and you know we kind of got into this question of like when does it become a crutch or when does it become a like too a much, tool. a right. tool of like, and I think we touched on this a long time ago on one of the pocket. We barely scratched the surface of using substances to, but it's like, man, if it's better, yeah, but obviously it's not good just, for you, but it's like, like, like being an alcoholic, it's not great. But no, if you're an amazing never. artist because you're a fucking alcoholic, well, well where's the like, moral and where conundrum. where is this just inside of you naturally and ca- right. like how else can you learn to bring it out but and i, I, I yeah. would love to do and i i think i would love to get luke on this podcast talking about artistic partnerships and duos mm-hmm. and like a team mm, because I like that. we we all make we art differently partners. in a team yeah if we if we have somebody that we make art with or that have ever partnered up to do a collaboration or something like Luke and I's artistic uh, partnership is very unique and we we work in a specific way when we're writing together and we're doing stuff my, or my friend G-Fuck and I will write comedy skits and stuff and we 
are caught like you bounce off each other and you have a specific energy when you're doing this stuff. So I'd love to talk about yeah. arti- artistic relationships well, in, in a, in a separate And, and just to go, and I like that, and we'll, can, but just to not, I wasn't, by the way, I was not saying Kyle's an alcoholic. What, <laughs> what, what, just so Sorry, it, Kyle. No, yeah. Hey, Pri- Kevin? Yeah, uh, Prio. Oh, okay. His name is Prio. Okay. Kyle Prio. Okay. Anyways, Prio. what I was saying is like, we, we got to that, que- this question of like, he was like, because you look at Hemingway, and I'm not exactly. saying Hemingway was, I personally, I'm like, he was good. Sure. But, you know, like that was his muse was booze. Well, look at it's this. Ryan's yes, are all the wow. time. Like, but that's what I mean. Let's like, make that into a. Um, some post. people are like, I can't create mm-hmm. this without this. So it's like, well, okay. And I, I, me personally, I'm like, that's like, yeah, we want you to stick around. But also, like, hey, man, just do your. Fuck, I'm not going to lifeguard somebody's life. That sounds dumb. But you know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, oh, don't cre- do not do that, but keep creating art. It's like, well, there, there's a fine line of like, you want you want that person's art, but you want them to live long. It's like, well, they're, they're going to live their own lives and they're going to find their own muses and inspiration. It's like, you can't... I mean, do you think that like Belushi or Chris Farley or Sam Kennison would be the same if they weren't gacked on coke the whole right, time? Exactly. But, right, exactly. But do you, like, at the, in the same, like, do you think the, the coke would have made them <coughs> funny without the so initial pain or depression they were feeling and like that was the self-medication to deal with other I think parts was, of their I think lives. it was part of the equation yeah, yeah. that it was a piece of the pie you know what I mean yeah. they were uh, funny they were funny to begin with it was a perfect storm yes they were funny the funny was there but or I the don't think that talent is there but yeah. it's enhanced perfect Richard storm Pryor. what you were just saying yeah. and like all of those things storm, yeah. a lot of these things are kind of responses to the ways our brains are naturally dealing with our right. stimuli mm-hmm. so we're right. We're and all like, trying to, you know, like Kurt Cobain or you know any. Yeah. You know, Who's uh, that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a, oh, Kobe, he's a famous painter. Cocaine. Famous painter. I had to do it. I had to do it. Cocaine was his. Kurt guys. Cocaine. Yeah. Kurt Cocaine. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, how many artists do you know of, musicians or artists or whatever, that were alcoholics or drug addicts? I mean, it's. I don't think that it's. Coincidence yeah. that those two but even together. even like anthropologically, drugs unleash this it's part of word. your brain. I just <laughs> learned it today. So just, I just made <laughs> big it up. words. I just want to sound smart. Sorry, I disrupted your thought. Um, anthropologically, yes. But drugs were always used as a way to contact and be in connection with an energy that was higher than ourselves. Yeah, it's it's the whole stoned ape theory. It's like we that theory that our ancestors took mushrooms and then they invented agriculture. You know what I mean? Or they found out about it's like well, sure. They we evolved yeah. using drugs to like think outside the box. Right. And maybe though, you know, again, the whole argument is. And from personal experience, I don't give a shit. I'll share. It's like, yeah, when I tripped on acid, you feel this like, <laughs> I know, yeah, people listen. This is a PG-13 oh. show. But um, there's something that ha- where you're, it's like, well, maybe that's what we're supposed to be seeing most of the time. Yeah. Like these interesting like connections to, oh, that fucking, the way the sky looks right now. Like I've seen. like The sky's remember, actually supposed to look purple. 
Or it's like you f- have this sense of like, oh, everything's got this symmetry and it works. Everything kind of works together. We wouldn't do anything. Thing, right? We wouldn't mm-hmm. get anything done. Uh, somebody, was, <laughs> somebody was talking yeah. about our... That means no money. Our brains have the ability with what our eyes could possibly see. Yeah. And our brain filters out a lot of that information because mm-hmm. it's not necessary. Have you guys seen that TED Talk where the guy talks about our reality? We hallucinate everything we see. And the only reason, <laughs> and the only reason that we don't agree that it's a hallucination is because we all agree on what we all hallucinated on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, That's oh, Bender's here and this dude, yeah. Gabby's here. I've that too. Like, the yeah, only reason we don't call that, it hallucinating like, is because we're all like, oh, yeah, I saw what it too. I see is a tree is what reality. you see is a house. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's even that theory that Stephen Hawking um, backed up is that this whole universe that we know is a hallucination. Well, or not a hallucination. Simulation. But a, simulation. Exactly, a simulation. Sure. Uh-huh. Simulation. There you go. Is that really that far Yeah, we got real... We went from artistic yeah. environment to Guys, the we're actually on mess right some now. West, <laughs> that's some Westworld shit right there. Could um, we do an episode of like trips, sorry, journeys that we've had on drugs? Because I like trips. to call them journeys. I've, we, I'm sure we've all had some beautiful, amazing... You just took a basic journey. Journeys. Journeys. Also, who, gives, who fucking cares? I'm going to throw my pen at trip, your face. Journey, trip or journey. <laughs> I agree with it. It's like, just call it what it is. It can be, sometimes it's a journey. Sometimes it's not. Mine was a hike. Yeah. A physical journey. Um, yeah. So, I, th- I think that's... Yeah, what it... And yes, we can do a whole episode on that because it is interesting really to hear interesting. what everybody... Everybody's going to have different experiences. I have one written down from when I was in L.A. the first time I moved out there that right when it happened, I wrote down exactly what I experienced. How do you think that altered what you experienced? So, I was so... If you're observing something, it was It was know? so vivid and intense that, like... I, I knew I had to write it down as soon as possible afterwards. Okay. That like okay. I like was processing everything that happened and then I had to write I'm it down. I'm dying to know what it is. But oh. yeah, but um yeah, we we should save that. I was gonna say another. let's yeah. let's save this, we should do this that deep dive time. for a for a full episode. I'm curious, can we like, also you observe, like the blue slit experiment, like when you observe something and when you don't it tends to be I just I don't know, yeah. I'm curious about that. Can we also have an episode dedicated entirely to dreams where you can't find your pants? Yes. I've We're never had, I mean, I never hold that. your pants I've right never now. Had, I've never yeah. had that problem <laughs> yeah, in my dreams. Really? You haven't? No. But, no? I'm, but I'm always naked. You haven't? It's not oh, a dude. problem. Well, Ever? No. Ever. You're lying. I'm not. <laughs> For me, it's always no my shirt. I get somewhere and I'm like, not how me. did I forget to put a like, shirt oh, on? fuck, I have no pants on. No, that's never been a problem. Yeah, I've never had to find my pants in a dream. Wow. Mostly it's been like... Naked, completely naked. Yeah, I've had hey, that too. Just, yeah, just Pants. to be a total buzzkill, mine is usually like, oh, where's my soul? <laughs> I mean, I ask that too. I mean, where's my soul? Bender. Where's my arm? <laughs> I'm missing an arm. Not so much that, but like, yeah, no. I'm butt naked, but no one's reacting to it. I have no pants on, but I'm like, fuck, I have no pants on. But to everyone else, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's just Clint with no pants on. Yeah. Right. yeah. I've, I've been in my dreams, I've been yeah. in my I second grade classroom. <laughs> yeah, white legs. Mine's, I'm really always in a race, I and do I know I can well, fly. Yeah, I do too. But I can only bounce. 
super high. Ooh, so it, it takes me forever to get anywhere. Or I'm trying to run, but I can yes. only move like totally. I'm underwater. Totally. Oh, it's yeah. awful. All right, so All right. I'm going to write this down anyway. for next time. Yeah, yeah next one is going to be a psychedelic we've, one. We've touched on dreams before. We yeah, should be like on we drugs. We just, just scratched the surface of dreams. <laughs> so because people listening, okay. get ready. Episode 18 is going to get weird. It's going to um, be dreams... We're Dr- playing dreams, we're- drugs, and the dandelion circle. Ooh, I, mean, yeah. uh, sounds, I was trying to be a dreams, no. drugs, and dandelions. I almost wrote that dreams, down. Dreams, drugs, how dumb and the is. devil. So, so, <laughs> so dumb. So D so D, D and D and D. Ooh, triple D. Diners, dragons, okay, okay. <laughs> dragons, dungeons, guy fiery. Dragons, dungeons, and dives. Oh, that's so money, bro. We are. We have to. We talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. We have to play Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, I have never. The online version, either. Excuse me. But I listen, I've never no, played, but I would seriously Catan. love to learn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sisters of Catan. That's fun too. That's a good that one. That is fun. I would Yo, love to set up a little game. campaign and do not and online. Do fuck you, Gabby. With all the listeners, <laughs> I love the online one. I was addicted to it. Wait, like Wait. campaign with posters and stuff. I was really excited. You, Gabby, I'm gonna make you wear these headphones if you don't stop <laughs> yelling at the microphone. <laughs> I'm just really excited. Um, yeah, I'm gonna make a little campaign. We're gonna play it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna smoke some weed and roll some dice. It'll be a great time. Fuck yeah, um, with no pants on. But I, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna go to weekly inspirations. Yes, we are. That was the next. Oh gosh. Yeah, after because we gotta save all that. Yeah. Trippy shit for a whole episode. We should actually that is a record whole that entire episode, like on video. Oh, we could do that. Oh, no, I'll bring my um, GoPro. We'll, perfect. We'll right. There we go. Uh, so we all take turns uh, wearing. We're, we're evolving. Um, all right, so Clint, we'll start with you, man. What'd oh, you, shit, dude. Do you have some, uh, oh, some week? Because pressure. it is a Monday, just for listeners, we do record these on Mondays, so that's why it's the. We'll, we'll do our weekend inspiration. Doesn't have to be a week. I had some shit over the weekend. That was. Inspiring, but yeah, we'll um, start like artistically inspiring. Inspiring, fuck, sorry, I'm a mule and two beers deep, guys. So, oh, um, he's an animal. Yeah, watch out. Um, not so much artistically, but on Sunday had a great day. Went over to Jihad's. His daughter graduated Cal Poly, oh. and uh, so his whole family was there, and um, his his dad, who I love to death too, was there. And it was just great backyard. First, like official backyard barbecue That's and dope. one thing about jeff is he's a fantastic cook i know i've Amazing seen some of his cook, food pictures so he did these shit. those spot those flat chickens oh spatchcock yeah thank you what is it cock it's called so it's when you it's when you slap cock he, he made a fat cocking he, oh i'm sorry he made a yeah. fat, he made one of those fat cock uh, chickens. Spatchcocking a, a chicken mm-hmm. is when you when you cut the rib cage and lay a chicken out yeah. flat. Okay. To yeah, I'm sorry. I totally pictured something else. <laughs> I know you did, Gabby. And uh, anyways, it was, that was cool. Just good, good to hang out with everybody, and you know. So it was. It was in. It was. It filled your tank. It filled my emotional tank. All right. So you, know you did. It wasn't so, you didn't so much need... like a creative inspiration as it was like it was just. It, it was felt good. really good. It was like a warm blanket to hang out to at be yeah. Jeff's backyard because we've had tons of barbecues over there. And his dad was there. And, um, his mother-in-law, Bubby. Hey, Bubby. She was there, Bubby. and um, you know his daughter, Cruzy, who's I've known since she was a little girl, yeah. just graduated from Cal Poly. It was 
I I cool. might have had a tear or two that I wiped oh, away from my okay. eyes. So. All right, good yeah. man. Yeah, it's not not so much inspiration as just good. It was emotional inspiration. Yeah. Okay, you know, good. It was, to it keep you, made yeah. Me feel, made me feel good. Good. You know? All so, right. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Henry. All right, I've I've got a two part. And also, hold on before you go any further. I should have said this at the top of the podcast. Happy fucking birthday, Henry. Hey. <laughs> His birthday was yesterday, so don't feel bad. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All of our listeners felt so bad. Put Gabby in the He's 22 years old. I am also two meals in. Wouldn't that be fucking two insane meals? if I was 22? No, no I'm, I'm 25. I've had my quarter-life crisis. Yes. I've decided to give up my, my career in the film entertainment business and be a bass player. <laughs> Which is, Wait, but that's the same which thing. is not a joke. <laughs> it was something that happened. Oh, I, Henry, I decided to be a brewer industry. and be a bass player. What? Henry, you're I mean, not really. I'm still going to take a bunch of photos and, and do all my normal work. Are you going to stay in this area or are you going to go back to LA? I mean, maybe maybe someday. But, um, maybe someday. Yeah, so uh, yeah, to that to that effect, I bought a new bass guitar. Congratulations. Uh, it's beautiful. It What's your name again? <laughs> Puddin'. Button. Because Ooh. because it's butterscotch colored. <gasps> it's beautiful. Love it. Yeah. We'll post that uh, on the Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, and on Friday we we've had our first jam with our drummer, and new drummer. He yeah new drummer. His name is Torin. He's super rad. I've I had met him a couple times before, but he comes from a metal and punk background, Sweet. and so we we finally had like double bass pedals like on our songs. We sound like our like what we had envisioned our band to sound oh, what a because great before feeling. playing to a drum track we sounded like a really jaunty country band mm. and we always has had like designs to be more of a folk punk band and do stuff so now we, like Torin and I were just fucking jamming out bass and, <clears throat> and drums doing metal shit and we sounded really fucking good and we're all really excited for the future. It's amazing what a good drummer can do. For yeah, mm. and, and awesome. a finally like a, a bass guitar that doesn't didn't probably cost like fifty dollars <laughs> when it was bought. Um, so that was a super awesome, inspiring moment where the band is actually taking off. We yeah. have the sound we want. We're What's your name now? The Loose Cannon Club. It is. It is yes. decided that is the name of the band. Love. We're we're attempting to get Josh Diaz to come up with our logo and our branding. Um, which... oh, that name sounds familiar, Josh. <laughs> How's the Bender Blend logo going? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, not being called out at no, all. No, he's being recognized for his <laughs> skill. But my he's sought after. My external artistic inspiration comes from a guy that I had met um, a couple years ago when I was working at the New Times. He was a waiter at the Bell Street Farms, uh, one of the excellent restaurants in Los Alamos, and he's fantastic. He uh, he was recently commissioned for the new 49ers stadium Ooh. to do a, a massive uh, painting of the 49ers. Wow. So he, he did this like, Damn. it's like 11. <laughs> the entire team? I think it's eight by, eight by five, like long ways, giant painting mm. of these 49ers players and stuff. It's an incredible wow. photo. Um, so he goes by Chucho Art 
is his name George spelled with a it's J O R G E. Of course nice. it is. Um, George Chucho. <laughs> and his stuff is amazing. He's recently been working on this piece that he's been thinking about since I think 1998. He was telling me yesterday. Yeah. I ran into him. He's working at the Skyview Motel in Los Alamos, mm. which they spent two million dollars renovating. It is the most badass fucking motel in all of California. It is. Oh, that's an amazing restaurant. Yeah. Yes. It's right by Los Alamos. It overlooks the whole San Inez Valley. All the Instagrammers love it. Yeah, all of the Instagrammers do love it for a fucking reason. But so he's working there. He he owned a hotel or he owned a restaurant in Slow for a little while, but he's doing this now. The the painting he's working on is called the Narcissist, and why he calls it that is because he's using. So he is the the main subject in the photo, but the perspective isn't from you, the viewer, where you're using the same perspective guidelines for, say, how a, a train runs down the track. But the painting's perspective is dictated by where he is in the painting. Hmm. So he had to come up with all of these different systems of figuring out how the perspective would wow. shift so the ground actually comes up from around him in the photo wow. and curves up around and there's all these Is it like a selfie kind of uh, all, perspective? No, so it's 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 him painting the photo there but the the perspective guidelines are dictated from where he is in the photo as opposed to where you are viewing it. So it's taken him this long to figure out the logistics of painting a photo from somebody else's perspective. Holy shit. Wow. It is amazing. That's an artist. But <laughs> he is my favorite dude. I've I've known him for a few years now and what he's super down to be on the podcast. Chucho? George Chucho um, is, is Chucho, what you can find. Come on, buddy. So yeah, you can <clears> find him his at, brain. at Chucho Ch- Art. Yeah, at ChuchoArt.com. C H U C H O Art.com. Um He's an amazing dude, and I can't wait to have him on the podcast. Dude, yes. awesome. Yeah, that'll be a good voice to have. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's my shit. Damn, I like that's it. That's my shit. Gabby. That's my shit. Were you, ins- were you inspired by anything? This weekend? Yeah. Well, I just started drawing again, finally, this weekend. But I was just doing a little, here and there, some watercolor stuff, because I'm still trying to... Um, understand the dynamics of it and that's what it reminded me earlier I didn't want to butt into the into the discussion but what you were saying like immersing immersing yourself um, into other people's art and for me it's like I find my art by looking at other people's art and I guess I copy it but it's really to so that I can learn the dynamics of perspective and angles and all of that stuff so I started doing that, but um, interestingly enough, um, I got my first car ever in my life on uh-huh. Friday. I think you ever. need. I think you need. To I know everyone is so excited because they don't have to give me rides anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, babe. No, excited. But it's true though. Like it's my. I'm 31. Going on. Or sorry, going on 31 in a couple weeks, and this is my first car ever in my life. So. It's a it's it's a huge step into adulthood. I 
Sign up to AAA. I have insurance. Oh, good on the AAA. I'm getting my car smogged. Is it a car? It's a truck. Okay, so you yeah. got it's a truck. A, yeah, so if anyone's a... moving and they need a truck, <laughs> call Gavin. Um, <laughs> uh, not free. <laughs> just kidding. Just, just as a actual car owner, I will give you this advice. Yes. It's not a car. It's a truck. It's a... <laughs> you have a truck. Yeah. For me, it has four wheels and I own it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a truck. car. It's a, it's a truck. <laughs> She's got her vehicle. You have I, mean, a vehicle. I have my first it's still, I don't know if it's hit me or not, but I'm like, eh, whatever. Mm. Um, but I have my own oh, wheels yeah. that I can choose to use at whatever <laughs> time that I need. Nice. Okay. And also we can load big choose, big pieces of our work into the back. Exactly. And yeah. that's li- I was just thinking Sculptures. about this earlier. We so can do unfortunately <laughs> yeah. for my own art. Bodies. Um, what? What did you say? Oh, what? Yeah. what was that? Um, yeah, Aaron Brothers is actually closing at the end of this month. Who's so, brothers? Who's Aaron, brothers? I don't know. Aaron, I don't know Aaron that Brothers. Oh, oh, you mean A-A-Ron. Not A-A-Ron. It's an art store. But the real oh. Aaron Brothers. Um, they're 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 Shut closing. Down. They're shutting down completely. Is there? Let me just go back to the water. Is there any artist that you? In particular, have been no. I just at. follow whatever I... I whatever I find on Pinterest is okay. seems to be amazing. But I also what we were talking about earlier, where we take other people's art and we use it, and then we kind of infuse our own little aspects use it of ourselves. And infuse it. Okay, so so Bender, we need to do this. Yeah, we all need to log in. We got to do the Bender Blend Pinterest. Anything yeah, yeah. that we're we're oh, we're yeah. feeling inspired by, I we like repin on a Pinterest board, and okay. we can. We can set yeah. that up soon. People, we're going to be everywhere. We're going <coughs> okay. to be weird. We're going to be all up in your business. Um, nice, Gabs. Yeah. Well, so welcome nice. to vehicle ownership. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of financial Boy, burden. Boy, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to learn today. You're going to learn oh, today. Man. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's good. So, yeah. It's good. I, um, it's good. So then from there, it's like, I guess my creativity is just finding a professional, a better okay. professional career. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, Audre, we kind of, we grill, and you, <laughs> we grill, but you, you've been, what was the last festival you were at? It's called uh, Live, Live Oak. Live Oak, Live okay. Oak yeah. It's and a where was that? Great California that was, festival. Yeah, I was right up in Kachuma, actually. The so most super close. I don't know where that is. It's I maybe an hour okay. south. Halfway Santa Barbara. Yeah, you just go right through. You go by Napomo, and you're like, oh, here we are. Right by Los Alamos. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have an, <laughs> one thing that inspired you? The, or, or just like, I, I mean, this ties in with our subject today. It was like environment. You're balls deep in art. Yeah, I so was. To speak. <laughs> like, I really, really do if, if, if that's like... <laughs> You don't have to pick one thing in particular, just whatever you think. I there was a lot of inspiration, um, just from seeing oh, I should I don't know. Um, this was a unique festival for me in that it's a lot of local people. So there's a lot of people from Slow. There's a yeah. lot of people there were a lot of people from Morro Bay. Oh cool. Um so I saw nice. Brenneth. Brenneth was there, the guy Ben um that we see at Bang the Drum, he was there. Live Oak is it's um, usually like a family affair. Oh yeah, and it totally it's a wholesome affair. Our neighbor, the booth next to us, they lost their little kid the last night. We're all walking around oh looking my God. for him. We were all terrified. Where was he? Someone walked him to security. 
Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's a little two-year-old, and the lady's like, "Yeah, we're a family festival. festival. Like, this is what wow. happens here. That's like, good. and that was inspiring too. All the people yeah, there with their kids wholesome. and their families. It was fantastic. Um, all the music was great. There was music everywhere, all of the time. Um, my friend Azira and I, we got lost uh, one night after listening to a band, um, and then we decided to walk around the campground. And just everybody has their campground set up to um, promote community. So basically, if you hear someone playing music awesome. in their campsite, you walk up and hang out. Oh, like, that's that's how it goes. So people have these amazing little, and, and they go all out. Like one of the campers we ended up at had house plants hanging off the awning. Yeah. And they had this whole little lounge set up with like solar lights and couches. Amazing. People go all out for this shit. Well, then it's it's full mixed generations of people oh, where there's, there's totally. older Live Oak folks and their yes. kids have graduated high school. Exactly. And they've split their campsites in half for their that's kids beautiful. and yes. them. And, but it's still... It sounds it's like still, you know more about this than I do. Well, yeah. I, I, I've just been a couple of years. Um, I never went in, in high school growing up or anything, but all the people that I went with afterwards have, have this amazing experience where it is this family art festival. Well, which and that's is, what they plugged at the uh, beginning. They're like, this is what Live Oak is about. Like, you've people, it goes from diaper to diaper, like full cycle. Like, yeah. there's people that were here as kids and now they're bringing their kids, nice. literally. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Um, Fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and we ended up um, in this amazing like pyramid tent with these strobe lights, and everybody was all like, kind Ooh, of packed in, and they were amazing. all just taking turns singing songs. Dante was there. Oh, he was yeah. Um, Major crush. It was really <laughs> funny because I was helping this chick look for a piece of art, and he walked by, and I was like, "Hey!" And I gave him a big hug. And he was like, "Hey, how are you?" Like nice exchange. Like, what up, familiar person? He walks away, and the girl that was picking art was like. My beautiful Hershey kiss. That was a beautiful man. And I was like, okay, sure, but let's get back to the art. Like, sure, sure, okay. But yeah, no, it was, there was so much inspiration. I'm, I'm still kind of digesting it a little bit. Good. Yeah, you need a little time. Yeah. That's and good. just being out under the moon and just it's, seeing yeah, other people. Yeah, it's so much fun. Oh my God, I, I love would it. love to go the, next In the different year. stages, then they have songwriting and jamming workshops yeah. that you can go to. Jamming? Yeah, where, I don't know. There's, there's and they had music first thing in the morning that it's you really get white. to listen to <laughs> on the small stage. Um, nice. Anyway. Hell yeah. Blah, 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 cool. blah. Festival um, moment. And Bender, what is your inspiration? Because uh, I, I ain't heard shit yet. <laughs> I was letting you guys talk. Which is very aggressive post-birthday. Super aggressive. Um, That's how I always feel post-birthday. I'm 25 now and I'm all about my business. Oh, What's shit. your inspiration? No time wasted. <laughs> oh, shit. You're about to die soon, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah. Honestly, Fort crisis. My, uh, yeah, it was just being by myself and listening to music. Like, that, that got me going and... Yeah, that's super cool. The, yeah. Like you, you don't have I'll to keep be, it really short and sweet. Like you don't was, have to be in a fucking music festival to get inspiration by music. No, I was well, I was sitting there on Pandora and and YouTube and looking up shit, and I was just like, "This is one I want to hear right now." Is that hitting me? Nah, new, new, something new. So you also you weren't alone because you had two uh, you had two goats uh, you, and two sweet dogs with you, man. You had you had Cassie and Doris. No, no, no. That was no. That was no. Different night? Yep, different night. Stupid, stupid, stupid idiot. <laughs> idiot. It's okay. Shit. But yeah, that was, that was it, man. Sometimes you need to be, have some alone time and listen to all kinds of music. I went from, I, I listened to classical to weird jazz to 
electronic to fucking heavy shit. That's awesome. And I was like, yeah, here we go. Headphones or speakers? Speak my little baby speaker right here. This little guy. It was it was just enough. My my parents the. It was good. My parents got me a little Bose speaker. Nice. Just because you brought that over. They were like, uh, my mom was like, I don't want to listen to podcasts just on my phone speakers anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, want, I want I want a little <laughs> sound like. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bose, if you're listening, we can use a sponsor now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking real. Bose. Um, it's helping right, artists well, everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> we don't get paid for that shit. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you, Bender. Thank you, man. Listeners, thank you for for listening again and cheers everybody raise your glasses cheers. see you next week raise see your you next horns, week raise, raise your vessel of drinking choice cheers yeah that sounds like shit <laughs>